This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Well, welcome in, folks. December 8th here on This Day in History. Tony Hubert, Armand Kachigian with you, brought to you by Amazon.com and Audible.com here on lineupmedia.fm. Home to over 50 different podcasts for your listening pleasure. Check them out, whether it's our friend Surreal Talk or uh, shows like Blues NHL uh, Podcast, Two Birds on a Bat. You name it. We've got it. Shows that Armand's been fired from, Behind the Eight Ball. Two Buzzards on a Dung Heap. Is that a show? Or is that our show? No, no, no. That's not our show. Hey, don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast, This Day in History, through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any major podcast outlet. And if you what, do... What's the charge for that? It's free. What? Free. I object to that. Well, if you would like to send Armand a check yeah. for his brilliance, uh, please do so in care of Tony Hubert at... Uh, Better yet, spend $3 to Wikipedia so we don't have to keep looking at those stupid ads. <laughs> Jeez. And somebody... Every time. What is this? And in red, too, as if it's something, you know, I guess red is supposed well, to arouse it's, it's their urgency, pledge. you know? It's their pledge drive. Red, red print and uh, exclamation points I, it means it's important. Hey, they've got to pay for those servers somehow. Yeah. All right. They don't throw commercials at you. That's true. Boy, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm so sick of these damn, co- you know, this I'm sure this happens to you. What obviously. type? Well, I, I'll be reading something on the internet, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden, I, and I, I have two or three of these. What do you what do you call them? I don't know. It's two or three things on the screen at once. Or we well, got two or three web browsers open okay, at one time, right? Okay. And all of a sudden, I start hearing a commercial on something I'm not even watching. Exactly. You know, I, and you have to go it drives hunt. me crazy. I don't you know have, where the hell it's coming you from. You have to hunt which web browser yeah. is playing something, and it's not always playing right. something that's actually on the web browser screen. Then yeah. you got to start scrolling to see what the hell's going I on. I can't find it. Where then the hell just get frustrated from. and you turn throw your whole computer off. off. Well, exactly I, I just right. Turn off the sound, but exactly it? right. Be a law against that. Uh, no, it's going to get worse because with the repeal of net neutrality that's coming. Uh, I still don't understand what that's all about. Go ask uh, Everett Hicks and Eric Hicks from Surreal Talk. Oh, they okay. will tell you in detail what it's all about. All but right. basically, speed goes to the highest bidder. Well, I don't really have a problem. With well, that. you're going to. Why? 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 Why is that? Why does that run in a you know me, libertarian. What 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 is it? Okay, so, so maybe, okay, who controls it now? The government? May, may, maybe no. It's, well, it's open. Okay. So the sites what that you, you open, the sites that you may visit and and really like, yeah, uh, they might be delivered at a much slower speed to you. It's just one of the factors. This is not a good thing, Armand. Well, okay. So what's the? Uh, all right. So what are you advocating? The government get involved? No, no. Well, we then, keep, we do exactly what we're doing right now. What are we the, doing? The right net now? is neutral. Again, I, go I, talk I don't to. Understand. Just, uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, listen, I, do I can't some research on, on this. And as I'm long glad as the government stays out of it. I'm all right with. Well, it. this is the government getting into it. I'll tell you right now. This and is the that's government. A good thing. No. Oh well, then I don't. Like no. It. See, you're, you you have a hard time listening sometimes. The government is about to get in and screw the whole thing up. 
Well, this is the first I've heard of this. This isn't Trump, right? He didn't come up no, with this. No, it is. Oh, come on. I've been it's, hearing about it, this it's for years. It's hand-picked guy. Who? At the Who FCC it? to do this. Who is it? Yeah. Hold on. Get you his name here. I've been hearing this kicked around. I just never bothered to even look into it. I mean, I've, I've been hearing net neutrality. Yeah, net this, neutrality is, for uh, years. this is Ajit Pai, P-A-I. And uh, he I don't is. I think he, I like him already. He is the guy appointed by your president. That's not. No, he's yours. You okay. own him. Yes, he's mine. Right. And I'll take the 3.8% we're going to have in the fourth quarter to uh-huh. GDP growth. By the way, the growth last quarter was 3.3, tra- trailing the growth from the previous quarter of the previous year. Just Are so you out of your, well, maybe, the, I don't know, I'll check on that, but we didn't have one year of 3% growth. Not the o- average was 1.8. Not a, not as an overall. Oh, okay. You didn't, yeah, not as an overall. But it, it was the trend. Not that I'm a big GDP guy anyway. I know you're not. Because it includes government. Who the hell wants that? We're not having that discussion again. Right, well, we didn't have it in the first place. You just scoffed. Yeah, and I sent and you all the, I sent you all the relevant right, details. Right, and I read more on it, and uh, I, I I think yours was a rather facile appraisal, mm-hmm. as usual. Mm-hmm. The scene, not the unseen. Mm-hmm. You're not reading your Bastiat. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm beginning in 1660. I think this is fun, Armand. I think Ooh. this applies to you. Oh, I don't like it. For the first Keep time, these women out of drama. For, huh? for the first time, well, yeah, because it probably cost you a job. Uh, for the first yeah, time, I want to play Desdemona. Exactly, I want to some broad planet. For the first time, appearing on an English public stage, come to bed, my lord. Playing in the role of Desdemona. Now I don't know if she had her handkerchief with her at that point or not. No, the bitch gave it away. Yeah, she she's did. no good. Uh, I still think she's. I think play, she's an adulteress. Playing the role of Desdemona, and of course Shakespeare's play Othello, an actress. Either. And Did the, you ever see that Sanford and Son episode where Lamont was was uh, rehearsing and he's choking her and, and Fred and uh, Bubba were outside. They didn't know it was an act. <laughs> so, hey, Bubba, I'm coming to join you, Elizabeth. My son's choking a white woman. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. And Bubba oh, man. Uh, so Margaret Hughes or Anne Marshall play the role of Desdemona. Now Armand's upset about this because this is a role he could have played. I know. I want to play. Her. I want to play her, and I want to play Lady Macbeth Ooh, and that'd Viola. Be a, that'd be a good role for you. Yeah. Shit. So uh, yeah, before that, obviously, men played all the parts. Yes. Which, Except in uh, Shakespeare in Love, where what, what was her name? Uh, uh, the, the woman you can't stand. Well, the, the actress. Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. She was the best actress. What was her name in that? She had I don't know. Rather don't English know. name. I don't care. Lady Throckmorton or something? Oh, God. Was it Throckmorton? Go. Well, she won the Academy Award. Yeah, she I, did. Well, yeah. Listen, I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I'd like her to play, uh, not Desdemona, but uh, Ophelia. Mm-hmm. I'd, like to, I'd like her to drown. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'd choke that's her. Why Maybe always, Desdemona's better. That's why her. I always like Julia Roberts in Steel Magnolias, because she dies. Those are the best. Well, we all want to do that. Play a nice death scene. The Mad Woman. Yeah. You, you okay over there? No, nah, I can't find it. Yeah, you it's can't find net, it. Net neutrality. It's Trump again. No, no. It's, it's always Trump. 1813, uh, the premiere of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony. One of my, fav- my favorite Beethoven symphony and one of my top ten of all time. The second movement was so popular. I think the at the... Uh, now, Armand, I, I looked for a piece I, to play out of this, and you told me there's nothing. Well, it's all great. I mean, what do you want? But, I mean, the second movement, uh, the Allegretto, was played twice. But it takes a while to get going, so I don't even why you you know. But it's very popular, and like I said, they they played it twice at the premiere. That's they they wanted a, a kind they of a ju- curtain call. They just so they did a they did it again after the show. Uh yeah, right. Yep. All right. Well, I, I'm now you got me curious. 
That's oh, not, that ain't that's it. That's not it. See, that's Trump again. When they take, when they do the net neutrality thing away, I mean, that's it. This is it. Yep. Now, so far, I don't like it. Is it going to get going? This is it. How long do we got to wait? Will you not speak over it? Some music's going to happen, right? That's mute. That's great. I don't really it's hear it. It's just any. quiet. pianissimo. Oh, soft. Okay. I'm going to skip ahead, see if we get No, just good. let it go. Okay, that's a little better. Right. That's, that's a little it. better. I'm digging that. Just trying to get everyone no, a taste that was a of good this. Part. Uh-huh. Do we have a big finish or something? Not the second movement, no. Go to the fourth movement if you want something dramatic. I want Beethoven. That don't sound like Beethoven. That's Beethoven at his best. Number seven of his is his best, huh? That's right. Okay, I'm gonna go to the fourth movement. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Yeah. There's some Ludwig. Now you know who loved Beethoven? Schroeder. From Peanuts. Yes, and Schubert. And Alex from a Clockwork Orange. Well, he liked the ninth. Oh, he liked the ninth? Yeah, that was his deal? Right. That was Yeah, that made him jump off the roof, remember? <laughs> made, made me want to snuff it. <laughs> I thought Beethoven got him all pumped no, up for no, some of the old the in, in and the out. Ninth. So for some of the ultraviolence. No, he didn't. Uh, actually, when they were doing the in out in that scene where he's got the two broads, remember yeah. that in the better? They were playing. Uh, Wasn't that William Tell? Yeah, it was a William Tell overture. And then he went home with his snake, Basil, and then he kind of drifted off to yeah. Beethoven's ninth. Yeah. That was a hell of a scene, that sped up scene with the... Yeah, yeah. Because I, I actually, I went to see that when I was at you, Wash U and they cut count, that scene out. Oh, that's I don't horrible. know, they got, they got a, you know, they, they had the whole record store thing and that out cut. And I was like, what the hell happened there? You ever notice in the record store when he walks up to the counter? Yeah. The album... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...is the Who soundtrack is for 2001 Space oh, Odyssey. Yeah, that's... You know, it's kind of a neat Kubrick little Easter games. egg. Okay, yeah, that's that's better. I like the fourth movement here. We got something I like going. The second, it's okay. my favorite. No, I'm sure it's all good. I just don't have the time to I'm listen to it all right now. Brooding. All right, that was Somber. in 1813 when uh, old Beethoven premiered that. Um, in 1854, the Apostolic Constitution by Pope Pius IX. This is a good one. Armand proclaims the dogmatic definition of the Immaculate Conception. Something misunderstood to this day. Oh yeah, that's by right. the majority of Catholics yeah, the in the Mary world. Was born without. Which holds that the Blessed Virgin Mary was conceived free of original sin. That's the tenet of it. Right. Much, much, sorry, I had to unplug. Much uh, misunderstood. What's this ineffabilis deus? Well, Well, ineffable means uh, indescribable. That's what that means. Something ineffable is something you just can't... uh, you, you have this ineffable quality right, about so it's you. Right, so it's the undescribable God. It's the oh, mystery yeah. what's of... What's that got to do with this? It's the mystery of God. Yeah, what's that got to do with the, or, the or, immaculate or the, conception? Or is... Well, because it's a mystery of how you could be born without... Okay. I thought I thought that should be the... Uh, what is it? The Bobulus Franco Harris? No, no, no. Our football Now, does ineffable, ineffable, the Latin, does that 
get anywhere close to infallibility? No. no. So I'm saying ineffable is something that's very difficult to describe. It, it is. no description. And God is very... It's an ineffable quality is something real, I can't tell you what it is, a but it's real, there. A real Christian will tell well, you that's God... They, that's what they mean, but that has God nothing to do with mystery. the Immaculate Conception. That's well, what I'm but, saying. but it's part of the... They got a lot done here. It's part of the Constitution where this is proclaimed. There's other things oh, going yeah? on there. Yes. Who signed it? Uh, Did James Madison sign this? No, no. Oh, I think Pope I Pius the Ninth observe and, it. and the Cardinals probably signed it in 1854. Yeah, 1927s. Catholics got nothing better to do than get together. Well, they're always getting together. Always some kind of. They're creed. always holding a conference. Yeah. Always doing a. Jesus Christ! They like to set up a lot of rules. Like to have a lot of get-togethers, right, shindigs, right. Well, what we got have a lot of things to settle here. They got a lot of uh, expense accounts. Did you see these global warming guys? A lot are, of trips uh, to Rome. Supposedly they're uh, tri- they're molesting women too. Now they're the, they're the next to oh drop boy. the climate oh changers boy. because it's so important. It's like they're telling the women, "It's like, yeah, we did it, but you know, compared to climate change, which the, the world hinges on, oh, whatever. This, come on, it's not a big deal if we uh, grope you guys." Uh, 1927. Here's one that Armand will hate: the Brookings Institution, one of the United States' oldest think tanks, is founded through the merger of three organizations that have been created by phila- uh, philanthropist Robert S. Brookings. I wonder if there's the same Brookings. There's a Brookings Hall in uh, at WashU. Probably not. I don't think so. I think Brookings Hall. That's that one looks like a castle. Yes, that's beautiful. A, that's where I always had to go and drop my classes. <laughs> I was doing loud before you had to take it yeah. incomplete. <laughs> yep, I had to drop my organic chemistry class about six times. Dude, in that building. don't worry. I know thousands of people who had to drop organic chemistry. Shit. It is a it is a ball buster. It, it's it's a backbreaker. I'm not one of them because I never took it. There's the irony. I think I'm better at it now than I ever was. You probably was on YouTube. There's a good teacher. You it's probably like, wow, were. Now I understand it. You probably were. My wife dropped it twice. We had this guy. It washes so many people out of their pre-med track, Armon. Yeah. Well, if you made through first year chemistry, you're okay. So first year wasn't. That was no picnic either. But the guy we had was this Chinese guy, and I, I listened to a whole lecture. And I said, "Do you understand a word that guy said?" And I went, no. no. I never went back to another one. Well, well you probably did yourself a favor. Uh, December the 8th, now, of course, the day after when we just had our Pearl Harbor. Yesterday, let me do it. Okay. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Let's see how close you got. All right. Vice President, Mr. Speaker, members of the Senate, of the House of Representatives. Wait a second. Is I'm he, surprised he knew all the people that is, were there. Is he, he did this in the House. We did it in yeah, Congress, yeah, yeah. somewhere. Uh, yeah. Is, is he sitting down? Of course. I can't he couldn't tell. stand up. It looks like he's sitting down nah, in the he, wheelchair. He, yeah, he said he said that. But, I mean, he, you know, for some of these speeches, he did actually. I know. I got to give him that much. Oh, sure. The guy yeah. endured a lot of pain sure so nobody did. could see him yeah. crippled. So I'm going to give him that much. Okay. And he, uh, you know, he had a nice cigar, cigarette holder. Oh, well, he did. It was yeah. very it was stylish. And uh, he cheated on his wife, and you got to respect that. Uh-huh. <laughs> she yes, looked like today. Ellen. Ah. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Well, now, that is a famous, famous, obviously. Yeah, he changed the last But he changed. Word. Yeah, it was supposed to be something else. Yeah. A date which will live, I don't know, history or something yeah. like that? It was something. It wasn't in something. A, yeah. But he changed, and just the change to infamy, I think, makes this one of the great lines in American history. A little bit of self-editing. Right, now, now, now let me give you the the hidden tape. Okay, now let me. I'm going to put this on. All right. Okay. 
This is the, what is this now? Yesterday, exactly what I wanted to happen, happened. I knew it was going to happen. I don't care that 3,000 people were butchered because I wanted war with the Japanese Empire. Got it? That was Frank, that was Franklin. The, the hidden tape. Well, listen to Franklin our Roosevelt. again. Just listen to our December seventh show where we break yeah, down right. out of the book that Poor was, Admiral Kimmel, man, that Boy, was he published took it right at the ass. of uh, exactly what Washington knew when they knew it. And um, I just got a, I just bought a book on, on uh, Andrew Jackson. By the way, I'm going to start. Uh, okay, I got several at home. Ninety nine cents if on you Kindle. Want Jesus Christ! Is it the uh, American Lion? Nah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Right. It was, I don't think it was American Lion. Here we go. Let's see what else he said. was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Yep, and that the made me very States happy. The United States was at peace with that nation, and at solicitation of Japan, still in conversation with its government and its emperor, looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. Who was the only one that? Who was the one that voted against it? Well, I don't know. Uh, the woman. It was uh, the one first woman in Congress uh, voted against the war. Yeah, she voted against World War One. Also, uh, oh shit! You probably love her then. That's good. Well, I don't know about now. I mean, yeah, you got now. You got to vote for it, but yeah. I, I, we shouldn't have gone to war with them. That's who the hell was that? God. All right. Now, well, this address is. Being given by Roosevelt. Yeah. You got to remember December 8th on the other side of the timeline, things are already in action. Besides the bombing of Pearl Harbor, oh, yeah, which occurs on December 7th in terms of United States history, this is what else the Japanese did on December 8th. In addition to one other American installation, Wake Island, Japanese forces simultaneously invade the Shanghai International Settlement, Malaya, Thailand. Hong Kong, the Philippines, and the Dutch East Indies. Oh, yeah. This is All on war. the 8th of December. So while we usually try to say what is the event that uh, you know affected the world we live in today the most that occurred on December the 8th, this one's pretty clear cut today, folks. It's the Japanese invasions of almost all of the Pacific territories and, of course, Roosevelt's declaration Rankin. of war. Jeanette Rankin. Of course. Okay. And she was from? Massachusetts? That's, that sounds right. That sounds right. So there you have it. I mean, that is quite a day for the Japanese Empire. Well, yeah, they're going that to That is quite a day. Yeah, but the one that took a while was uh, Wake Island. It took yeah, a couple did. of weeks to conquer that. It did. It did. Singapore, probably the worst. Anybody probably tell you Singapore is probably the worst loss of the British Empire or British Army of all time. Well, they fire, and then that guy, they were going to shoot him. He, 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 he surrendered virtually without firing a shot. I know. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, they just went down the Malay Peninsula and took it all. This took over. it all. This man. guy just sur- <laughs> he surrendered. It's not what you're there for, oh, buddy. Boy. Not what you're there for. Okay, halfway through the events, let's take a look at who was born on this date. Birthdays on the 8th of December. So I uh, got some good ones. Right. Armand? Well, Horace, so you don't have him. Okay. We talked about him last week because he died, but it is eight. I think he was born in 8 CE. And we talked about this guy. He fought with Brutus and Cassius at Philippi. But. Uh, he was forgiven. Uh, Octavian forgave him, and he was a hell of a, a pretty good. 
he's kind of fat and uh, ungainly, but not a bad soldier and a uh, uh, hell of a poet, apparently. I had some, you know, we had his, uh, uh, some quotations by him last week, so I won't go over those again because I forgot them. Thank you. But uh, I, like, I like Horace. Good. Who else you got? Well, the next one you got. Okay, 1542. Mary, Queen of Scots, one of Armand's favorites. Yeah, well. Happy birthday there, Mary. Yeah, she got, you know, they got her head chopped off. She was married to Francis II of uh, France, obviously, uh, the the Dauphin. And uh, then uh, Lord Darnley, who was her first cousin, because they were both, I think, children or grandchildren of uh, Margaret Tudor, Henry's uh, Henry's, uh, sister. Uh, then, of course, after they murdered Lord Darnley, and they imply, implied that she had something to do with it, hmm. she married uh, Catherine Hepburn's great, 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 whatever, yes. uh, uh, Earl of Bothwell, yeah. who went nuts and got blowed up. But uh, then they, she, this gal, she, she thought Elizabeth, that they overthrew, she was queen at six days. She was born, you know, six days later, she's queen. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's uh, at uh, Fotheringay Castle. That's where I think she was beheaded. Over the, uh, uh, let's see, there were so many plots. I think that was the Babington plot was the one that finally got her. There were several. Rodolphi plot. Every time they wanted to kick Elizabeth off the throne, they wanted to replace her with Mary. She saw her son, James, the last time. I think he was like 10 months old. And he, of course, you know, got to be James VI Mm -hmm. of Scotland and James I of England. Of Stuart line. And uh, he kind of uh, made mom. Put her back in the graces of everything. Ah, uh, and of course her secretary. Now, what was his name again? His good David name. Rizzio. Yeah, played by our old friend. That's a weird John name. John Carradine. It's a weird well, name was, for an Italian. English secretary. He's Italian. But, yeah, that's why. But uh, you know, you know those chicks. They love Italians. Uh, and he got stabbed fifty-six times. Fifty-six. Got the record. Yeah, he and Joe DiMaggio. Um, yeah, and that's the number of signers of the Declaration of Independence there you go. too. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they they stabbed him many times, and it's and. Uh, you know, Darnley was kind of a pussy, but he's the one that knocked her up, and that's James the first uh-huh. dad. All right, 1765. Uh, As portrayed by Catherine Hepburn yes. and uh, Lord Darnley. Is this the lion in winter? No, no. No, Mary Queen of Scots, oh, 1936, Scott. directed by John Ford. Oh. Uh, uh, it was a flop. That's why, of okay. course, she was box office poison. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think. Frederick March played, I think he was Bothwell. I'm trying to think. Well, David Rizzio was John Carradine. Mm. Remember our old yes. friend John Carradine? Yes, I do. He died like a dog yeah. hiding behind her skirts. 1765, Eli Whitney, your uh, inventor of the cotton gin. For some reason, it's very important for grade schoolers yeah, in America to know that. Yeah. Uh, 1886, Diego Rivera. I hate this guy. Mexican painter. I knew you would. Can't paint. He's a communist. Uh, he beat up his wife. You know. Well, I don't know. I think she beat him up. I think she's tougher than him, really. I bet she beat him up more than he did. I hope so. I don't know. Did you see that movie? No. Well, I see that. Eh, you need to watch it. I haven't it. seen you it. Watch it for one Well, reason. anyway, he, he Selma did that. Hayek. They, they hired him to do it. Right. I don't know. Who played uh, Who played? Robert? I don't know. It doesn't anyway, matter. They, Selma Hayek, and she does the... Yeah, and her, they put her brows. They had well, the unibrow. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he, he did that mural for Rockefeller Center, right? Mm-hmm. He put Lennon on it, and he said, mm-hmm. oh, no, take him off. No, yeah. I won't. Well, okay, so the whole thing got it. Yeah, yeah. Asked. See ya. Uh, 1894, James Thurber, the humorist and cartoonist. He died. Now, we talked about his death. Remember, right. remember his last words? God bless. God damn. What a contradiction. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I like James Thurber. Anything, anything by him, read it. 1925, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, yeah. If you want to have a fun, watch the roast. It's hilarious on YouTube. The Dean Martin roast of Sammy Davis Jr. Also, watch the... Uh, 
the uh, the Rat Pack performances out in Vegas when they were shooting. Uh, it had to be Ocean's Eleven, right? Well, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. And right. uh, of course, they you know the, watch any tapes of those. Because I those Robin were, and the Seven Hoods. Those were largely unscripted performances they do on the on the casino uh, yeah. you know theater stage at night because Frank you know had to be doing something he just couldn't be yeah. lounging. So when uh, when they present, uh, I think they present Frank with the NAACP Award of the Year, and Peter Lawford comes walking out with Sammy in his carrying him in his arms. Yeah, I believe it. Oh. Foster Brooks let him have it. It was great, man. Oh. This star, Sandy Duncan Jr. <laughs> hilarious, man. Sammy, you're a great star. Slammy, slummy, Snoopy. Oh, he's hilarious, man. Uh, 1931, the uh, big boxing promoter of top rank, Bob Arum. God, he's old, man. He is. He's been around a long time. I was time. there once. We were at a, we did it. We used to do a lot of these fights, Armand, back in radio days. Sorry, I'm plugging it. The, uh, and uh, two of the writers got into a fight in the media center. And inadvertently knocked Bob Arum right out of his chair. What were they fighting about? Oh, they hated each other. Oh, you know, the ink-stained wretch, you know, writing, you know, the old school writing press. Yeah, with a good guy. I like uh, – They had some rivalries. Yeah, they had some rivalries, man. It was, I forget the guy's name. Big beard, walked with a cane, always wore a uh, one of those English caps. Uh what about him? Yeah, two guys that shouldn't have been fighting, and 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 they ended up knocking Aram right out of his chair. Oh man! Speaking of, and also, uh, I don't know why you don't have Ferdy Pacheco. I yeah, I missed uh, yeah. I missed the fight, Doctor Ferdy yeah. Pacheco. He's uh, uh, he's still alive. He's 90, oh, yeah. 90 yeah. today. Yeah. I knew I'd seen him somewhere. Yeah, interesting guy. Uh, also, uh, also paints. Oh, does yeah 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 interesting he's probably better guy. Better than Diego Rivera. Yeah. Uh, he's, I like I actually like Ferdy's stuff. Okay, I do. I've seen it. I've, he uh, doesn't paint Lennon. No, Stalin. no, no, he doesn't. He's maybe a little bit more in the abstract realm there, Armand. Uh, 1933. Right, wait a minute, he missed a couple of them. Okay, here. okay. 1911, Lee J. Cobb. Well, I think it's great. I, I, he's Never heard of him. Get out of here. Never heard of him. I know you have. I Lee J. Cobb. Yeah. Okay, who? All right, you see 12 Angry Men? Yes. All right, the old one with Henry Fonda? Yes. All right, he's number three. Oh, he's juror number three? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I have seen him then. Yeah. I'm telling you, everything in this courtroom has been twisted. Remember that? Yeah. All right. Okay, so anyway, he he was supposedly he's a great King Lear. Good performance. His Broadway King Lear ran longer than any other uh, Shakespeare or something, man. But he was supposedly a great. But he was also good as Johnny Friendly and On the Waterfront. Remember that? He and, he and Brando were fighting on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You take away those pistoleros and what? Yeah. Remember that? Hey, <laughs> Friendly. Yeah. You're a cheap mug. So I mean, that's Lee J. Cobb. Great. You know, he's, he's always going to be a romantic lead, but he lost his hair. He always yeah. saw him, you know, he's always a villain. Couldn't do it. And then 1915, Ernest Lehman, who... Is this the founder of Lehman Brothers? No, no. Oh. This is the screenwriter. Uh, he wrote North by Northwest. Hey, good one. And Family Plot. Okay. Uh, and my favorite one was um, the one with Burt Lancaster, Sweet Smell of Success. Ah. So he... Burt Lancaster's, uh, that's basically a, a Lancaster, Hill, and Hecht production. So Lancaster's guy's hiring him. So I, I told you a story the first time you met Burt Lancaster. He's talking to Ben Hecht in his office, and Burt walks in, zipping up his pants. Goes, she swallowed it. First, That was his first introduction to Burt Lancaster. Oh, my. Oh, God. <laughs> that's our boy. Yeah. So anyway, great screenwriter. Uh, yeah. Six-time nominee. I don't oh, think he, that's he never impressive. won. 
but six-time Academy Award nominee. All right. Uh, you got a couple other big ones. Man, West Side Story. That's big. Uh, Sound of Music. That's big. Yeah, what else do you want, man? Oh, Who's a Friend of Virginia Woolf? That's now, big. Now, these were all, of course, uh, adaptations. I know, but it's His still... only original one was North by Northwest, because I think and... even uh, Sweet Smell of Success was Clifford Odin's. Oh. But hell of a writer. All right, good, good, good. There's actually a book I think he wrote about uh, Hitchcock's, the what, what he did with the script. It's, it's worth reading for screenwriters. Okay. I, I read it years ago, and I, I lent it out to somebody. I never got it back. Old bastards. Yeah, I got, I'll, get that, I'll get the name of that for you. In fact, I want to buy it again. It was so good. Yeah, all right. Get the name. We'll recommend it. 1933, uh, the birth of a great American comedian, Armand. Flip Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is Geraldine. my This is my favorite. He died young, didn't he? Yes. Well, he died too soon. He was great. What to him? Yeah. But this is my favorite Flip bit. instructor you sent the name is miss jones geraldine jones how do you do i'm joe namus uh, joe namus yeah it's joe sure. <laughs> broadway joe's jones. interviewing her playboy of the western world Woo! oh wow, you've heard of me huh you must be a football fan no, I'm not a football fan. I'm a man fan. <laughs> well, we have to make this a short interview, Geraldine. Geraldine? Who said you could call me Geraldine? <laughs> you don't know me. Ooh, you're a devil, ain't you? <laughs> Would you mind hanging this up for me? Be careful, it ain't. It ain't. What is it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a mink, mink coat. This morning. <laughs> Ooh, I've never seen a fur like that. Well, it's 10% beaver and 90% Dacron. Killer works for a guy who owns a Dacron farm. <laughs> Dacron farm? Pretty funny. I, I, I don't know what it is. I could listen to Geraldine all yeah, day. Yeah, I like him. Oh, oh man. Pretty funny. Flip. Uh, 1941, birth of Jeff Hurst. Scoring the oh, yeah. would-be game-winning right? goal in the World Cup final in 1966 for England in England at Wembley against they'll the West. They'll never win another one. Germ- they never will I guess win. they're going this year, right? Next year? They'll never win another one, Armand. Yeah, you never know. No, they won't. But it's they're going at least, they're right? Going they got a chance. They're going. It's more than another one. Hey, did you see they kicked the Russians out of the— Olympics. Yeah, no yeah. Russians. Sounds like Sepp Blatter's at it again. That's soccer. I just love that. I just like his I know, name. I know you right? love the name. Sep Pancreas. <laughs> it's not bladder. It's blat. I know, er. but I like bladder. <laughs> <laughs> 1943. I have that as a character name. The birth of Jim Morrison, lead singer of The Doors, right, The Lizard King. Of course, he would be one of the rockers that dies. I at like the, Peace Frog. At the age of 27. Uh, yeah. At Morrison Motel, my favorite uh, Doors That's album. a great record. Yeah. And there are good songs, but Jim was a quintessential yeah. poser. Couldn't keep his pants on. Uh, well, he did things for shock value when he, he knew how to manipulate. And okay. Again, been, his, his father was the admiral yeah. from the Gulf of Tonkin. Eternal source of pride. To <laughs> yes, his father. his father must have been so proud. Uh, 1947, Greg Allman oh. the, uh, of the Allman Brothers now He fame. married Cher. Remember he did marry Cher. I was incorrect. It wasn't yeah. Dwayne. It was Greg. 
1950, one of the renowned Hollywood makeup artists, Rick Baker. Happy birthday, Rick. A buddy of mine uh, corresponds with him all the time. I don't know him. Oh, you would know a lot of his work. Not one of the Westmore family. They're the, uh, they're the noted uh, yeah, makeup family. Yeah. Or Jack Pierce, who did all the Universal Monsters. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. Jack Pierce. Yeah. Uh, 1953, Kim Bassinger? Eh. Basinger? Bassinger? I don't know. Tomato? Tomato? Yeah, I don't know. She, she was hot she for a was, while, uh, though, man. She won for uh, L.A. Confidential. She was good. Best supporting that, played that Veronica Lake type yeah, character. Yeah, the peekaboo girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, which was a great plot to have these high-end prostitutes that all looked like right, stars. Right. Yeah. And the great scene in the movie. Lana Turner. That is Lana Turner. <laughs> where he's like. Everybody's <laughs> favorite uh, <laughs> pedophile, uh, Kevin Spacey, man. That poor guy. That guy's never going to live that one down. But that scene. He was good, though. Where he's insulting and he goes, uh, no, that, that really is Lana Turner. Yeah, Johnny Stompanato <laughs> before her daughter stabbed him. But, uh, yeah, that was that, that was obviously her. I, I, she wasn't. Uh, she was a Bond girl, remember? Uh, yeah. Never say it, never again. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, great. Not, uh, not, Billy not Bathgate? Was that her or Nicole Kidman? Billy ba- She was in Billy Bathgate? Yeah. I thought that was Madonna. No, no, no not Billy Bathgate. That's Dick, of Tracy, Dick Tracy. Dummy. Come I, on. I, I corrected myself. All right. Anyway, yeah, nice piece of ass. Wait, wait, wait. Gorgeous lady. I never was a big, I don't know, something I, about her never, because she was in that Never Say Never Again, and she, she never turned me on, you know, when she's wearing the leotards and everything. She, she didn't have that great a body to me. Pretty thin. Remember that? Pretty thin. Yeah, no, nothing up here. No, nah, not really. Needs implants. Oh, come on. Beef. Well, Beef. no, Pamela Anderson. Uh, now, here's a skeleton for you. A 1961. I like her. Happy birthday, Ann Coulter. I think she's I think she's a bright woman. Do you? I like her. Yeah, and then I uh, also well, hold you, on. You skip Mark Stein, who no. I'd rather hear well, from, uh, who's we're, smarter. We're gonna hear a little about Ann Coulter. Oh, oh about her? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is the Comedy Central roast for Rob oh, great. Lowe, oh, great. where Ann Coulter, uh, for some reason, was uh, on the panel. And what they did to her? Here we had Martha Stewart, who sells sheets, and wow. now we have Ann Coulter, who cuts eye holes in them. Looks like she's having a good time. I haven't seen you laugh this hard since Trayvon Martin got shot. And Coulter is here, which can mean only one thing. Someone must have said her name three times. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> hey, first of all, is that funny? But... Uh, I can't support everything that's being said up here tonight. But uh, as somebody that hates Ann Coulter, I'm delighted. Ann Coulter is one of the most repugnant, hateful, hatchet-faced bitches alive. But it's not too late to change, Anne. You could kill yourself. Ann Coulter has written 11 books, 12 if you count Mein Kampf. Ann Coulter looks so much like a truck stop <laughs> transvestite whore that I saw Jeff Ross run to an ATM just before the show. Ann hopes the Republicans uh, can hold on to the house so she can continue to haunt it. She seems stiff and conservative, but Ann gets wild in the sheets. Just ask the Klan. See now, I mean, I don't think those are particularly funny. I don't have a problem with them. But you know, if you if you said that about a liberal, you know, of course you'd get. They do. No, they do. They oh, do. Really? They do. Let's every, hear it Let's every hear time. It. Which one? Who? Oh, they roast the hell out of each other. I want to hear the Nancy Pelosi roast. Nancy Pelosi would never be caught dead on one of these. Well, let's let's catch. I her love how Armand we'll... is completely unamused. Here, I'll play something to make you feel good. Okay. No. Here's one. Here's one. Play Mark Stein. I mean, he's. Well, tell He's us brilliant. about Mark Stein. What uh, read his book about the the climate uh, climate change? Oh, uh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that one. 
All right. The guy that actually knows something about science. Uh, 1966, Sinead O'Connor. Anyway, he was born in 1959. I, you you want to know, you're always a stickler. For, yes. Well, yeah, I want to know when they're born. And uh, I don't know why you don't have Sam Kinison on here. You want to play somebody funny. He was born in, uh, what, uh, 53 also, I think. Sam? Yeah. How did you put let me tell him you, out? Let me tell you something. Sam Kinison's bit. He's funny. About the... Uh, About uh, the food, world oh, yeah. hunger. The, the, the desert. We, I think we've all heard it. It's unbelievable. But like I said, I'm just trying to help. I'm trying to just do whatever I can for people. Like the world hunger thing, the USA for Africa. That's, isn't that great? You guys hear the song? Nice song, isn't it? Beautiful. I'm, uh, I'm like anybody else on the planet. I'm very moved by world hunger. I see the same commercials. Those little kids starving and very depressed. And uh, yeah, I watch these things on TV and I see those commercials and I look at it and I go, God, how cruel, you know. To see a little kid out there and I go, fuck, you know, I know the, uh, the film crew could give this kid a sandwich. <laughs> Which is exactly what I used to think as a teenager. Yeah, right. They don't feed. They don't even I make... would say, how do they film this yeah. and not hand them food? Right. Surely they have food. Yeah, they don't, they don't even... Sam would say things that you would think. They didn't even wave the flies off him. No, no, because he explains. You know the kid's not out there, uh, you know, filming a letter from home with a Betamax, huh? You know there's a director five feet away going, Don't feed him yet! Sam, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work unless he looks hungry! <laughs> but I'm not trying to make fun of world hunger. Matter of fact, I think I have the answer. Because I spent a lot of time working it out, and... Uh, this is you genius. Stop world hunger? To stop this day, it's genius. Food. Don't send these people another bite, folks. <laughs> you want to send them something? You want to help? Send them U-Hauls. Send them U-Hauls, some luggage. Send them a guy out there that goes, hey, you know, we've been driving out here every day with your food for like the last, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 years. And we were driving out here a day across the desert, and it occurred to us there wouldn't be world hunger if you people would live where the food is! <laughs> It makes sense. You live in a fucking desert! Nothing grows out here! Nothing's gonna grow out here! You see this? Huh? This, this is sand. Yeah! It's sand. You know what's gonna be 100 years from now, huh? It's gonna be sand! What killed him anyway? Overdose? What was it? I don't know, but man. And I. Well, Armand. I, I'm not laughing because I've heard it so many times, but Armand. it is funny, yes. All comics swear by the guy. Ah, yeah. They do. I think he's funny, too. I but... mean, the energy that yeah. he came... Now, there were times I thought it got a little bit sad uh, when he got there, but, you know, God almighty. find out what killed him. His early stuff, the, oh, he nailed it. Just nailed it. Because he looked it. I mean, I used to think these things. I'd be like... You're living in a desert. You would think that. You would sit there and go, of course they're hungry. They're living in a desert. Yeah, but I, I'm, <laughs> that's not their fault. I, I get uh, that. I get that. That may be a facile way. Let's see. what I. What no, of course it is a facile way oh, of thinking str- about yeah, it. But struck head on. Oh, yeah. Car accident. Oh, that's I don't remember that. I don't really. Yeah. Just... White 1989 Pontiac Trans Am struck head on. U.S. Route 95, four miles north of Interstate 40. That must have been, yeah, Needles, northwest of Needles, California, by a pickup truck Ugh. driven by 17-year-old Troy Pearson, who had been drinking alcohol. Of course. Did you? I didn't know that. 
Needles. You ever been out there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know where Needles geez. is, sure. Yeah, every most, time I drove out to L.A., I the, drove by the there. The most I ever paid for gas was in Needles, California. Five dollars yeah. and six cents. Oh, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember buying gas. I just got up two oh nine. Oh, I know. Uh, pickup truck crossed the center line of the roadway and went into Kinnison's Lane. Jeez, jeez. That's why I don't remember. It. He suddenly. Wow, look at this. Within minutes, he suddenly said to no one in particular, "I don't want to die. I don't want to die." Wow. Yeah. His, his friend Carla Bove later said it was as if he was having a conversation. Talking to someone else, someone unseen person. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Then there was a pause as if Kinnison was listening to the other person speak. Then he asked, but why? And after another pause, LeBove heard him clearly say, okay, okay, okay. The last okay was so soft and at peace. Whatever voice was talking to him gave him the right answer, and he just relaxed with it. He said it, was, he said it so sweet, like he was talking to someone he loved. Wow. Kinnison then lost consciousness. Efforts to resuscitate him failed. Yeah. Did you know? I didn't know all this. No, I didn't, man. Yeah, how come I didn't? I, I thought didn't. he just overdosed. Well, something. that's what you would assume. Weird. But okay. That's, that's not. Uh, final birthday, 1966, Sinead O'Connor. She's still doing her show. At no. The, really? No. Oh, she's she, the MGM she, Grand or something? She's having a lot of trouble. What's her problem? Yeah. She get fat? Is that, no, was she the one that got no, fat? No, you're you're messed up. Well, she doesn't have any problems. No, she got a lot. As long of, as you're looking she good. She got a lot of problems. Uh, here, here's her infamous moment. In the victory of good over evil. What the hell is she talking about? Holds up a picture of Pope John Paul. Fight the real enemy. Rips it up, tosses it. Pope John Paul, what, the second one? Yes. What's the problem with him? That's the problem. See how the crowd responded? This is Saturday Night Live. You can hear a pin drop. We have come. Did you hear that? Yeah. I mean, the crowd is even like, what the hell is going on? What was her grudge against the guy? Oh, lots of people had grudges against John Paul II. You should do a little research. I mean, I could see Pope Francis, but not No, of course you can't. Yeah, Yeah, the guy who actually embodies the New Testament. (laughs) I don't believe in the New Testament. 1953, back to the event shaping our world. Uh, Adams for Peace delivered uh, the speech. Another stupid idea. By Dwight D. Eisenhower. what he got into. This is the beginning of the IAEA and all kinds of other stupid stuff. If we supply equipment and information on nuclear power to schools, hospitals. And 25 tons of, uh, you know, enriched uranium. Good idea, Ike. And research... Uh, it, it'll it, it, it'll it'll help the world. Yeah, dumb idea. Okay. Okay. I'm Fast forward to 1980. Oh, um, well, now we all know this one. Okay. Now here's. Do you remember where you were? Yeah, I was sick. Uh, I stayed home from school because I was sick. That like the only day I ever missed in high school was no that kidding. day. I was so yeah. My mother wouldn't. I had a broken leg. She'd make me go to school. Exactly. But even this day, I was so bad. She let okay. me stay home. So and I remember I was in the basement on my couch. I had gone to bed because I was watching this game. Yeah, I was watching a football game. I was yeah. watching this game. I had gone to bed. And my mother woke me up the morning of the ninth to to tell me the news, and I was heartbroken. No, I remember this. Yeah, I was I heartbroken. But here, see, I wasn't a big Beatles fan. That's though. okay. So I wasn't that heartbroken okay. about. Here is how most of America found out about. Uh, the death of John um, John yeah, Lennon, Lennon. That's his name, yeah. Uh, occurring on this date in 1980. We've been placed in total perspective for us. I'll finish this. They're in the hurry-up offense. So he teases. <laughs> Howard teases a major <laughs> announcement coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So that the down. New England Patriots can run a play. Wow. 
Kavanaugh will let it run down. Got to respect that. Final attempt. He'll let the seconds tick off to give Miami no opportunity whatsoever. Timeout is called. Three seconds remaining. Johnson now is on the line, and I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins yeah. or loses, an unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous perhaps of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Yep, was that Chapman, right? Mark David Chapman. Yeah, and he was holding a uh, catcher in the rye. Let's get some kind of weird... Uh... And it got an autograph from Lennon earlier That's in, right. in, yeah, the, yeah. in the day. Yeah. Do you think Cosell uh, over... Uh, Overdramatize hey, that a bit. I don't know about the that. The dead on arrival. <laughs> well, listen. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? I, I guess it's TV. It's uh, you know. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. I guess situation. he was deeply moved by this. Well, Coso always said he was a fan. Okay. He, you know, it it, it it meant something to him. He, he indeed was a fan. So. Well, it's yeah, senseless act of you know, i.e., profitless. That's one that that's senseless crime. Where that's one that money. I really think changed the 1980s from a cultural perspective right off the bat. Did he ever? I, did they ever let him out? Is Chapman out? I think he is, isn't he? Paroled? I think or he's in out a, in a mental. Well, they never actually put him in jail, right? Wasn't he in a, an institution? Or yeah. Something? And then he got Jody Foster, uh, or that was Mark. That was Hinckley, right? Yeah, it was Hinkley, that was Hinkley. Yeah. Now yep. he's out, I think. He's still around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh that that's uh Well that's yeah, you know, like I was never a big Beatles fan. Nobody wants to see somebody get shot, of course, but I probably would have been sadder at Morrison, you know, but I wasn't around well, I wasn't I didn't know who the hell he was. No, I love yeah, I, the, that was my group. I loved the Beatles from when I was a little kid because you'd watch the Beatles cartoon where the ball would bounce on the words. Even though it wasn't the Beatles doing the uh, what, what was the chat? What did Chapman say he did it for? What was the I don't know. Hey, this catcher in the rye shit? I, he's nuts. I don't. Well, I, yeah. I mean, but even Hinckley had a you know he had a reason a quote reason yeah a quote know, what reason. got into this guy derangement man derangement. But uh, also, what I remember is the incredible, he thought he was holding Caulfield or something. Uh, I don't who know, knows? What, the the, I, what I do remember is the incredible outpouring. Um, in New York City and around, around the world. Well, you'd think that guy would have a bodyguard or something. You know what I mean? That's I, a strange walking around, thing. You know what? They, Yoko's gonna save him. They, yeah. I mean, but that's the way they move through New York City, man. I wouldn't. I don't know, man. You know? If I got the, if I'm John Lennon, I got I got Rosie Greer and uh, Bob Mathias on. You know, not that they helped. Uh, Robert not that Kennedy, they helped RFK. But right. what the hell, man? I got the whole Pittsburgh Steeler front line in front of but me. That's you know they you be kidding me. You know, obviously there's nuts like this out there. I and know, yeah, man. Especially your rock star. God only knows. I, I just now if it's a woman trying to throw herself at me, you know, let her go. Uh, but, uh, I ponder how the '80s would have been different with him around. I don't know about that. Well, no, you got to think. I mean, I think he was. I mean, well, he, well, who do I think? Just because he he's more popular than Jesus doesn't mean he was Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, not didn't really say that, but didn't he? Not really. What did he say? You got to hear the context of it. It's, <laughs> I'm wrong again. Let's no, hear, you're not let's hear wrong. The Ann, oh, Ann Coulter insults again. Oh, those were funny. Yeah. Ann didn't think they were very funny, but 
I thought they were fun. Rather poor taste. Well, it's a roast. The whole thing is a Yeah, beer. but when you watch the Dean Martin roast, they don't get nasty Oh, like the, that. T- the roasts today are filthy. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You should and, see and like the I one. Said, even if they said that about, like, like you should Clinton. See, you should see the one where Joan Rivers got it. Oh, my well, God. I don't, I don't like it. I just think it's funny. I mean, like well, those old ones, they were like, they were, they were like clever. Foster Brooks. Yeah, yeah they're Foster clever. Yeah. Annihilated Don Rickles. Yeah. I'm fooling around with your wife. And it was yeah. just hilarious. Yeah. But it's not malicious. Right. No. You can tell these people actually hate her guts. Oh, no, they do. They're, right. Which is okay, but yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I, so, I hate a lot of people's guts. I, I, just, I always wondered, you know, look, because of the rise, but I don't know what would change. I well, here's 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 potentially what would have changed from a pop culture. You think the Beatles would have got back together? I think with the amount of money that was going to be available for doing stadium tours, that yeah, it kept the Rolling Stones together, it kept the Who together, it kept a lot of bands together who make great coin to this well, day. I don't know much about it. But didn't they break up because everybody hated Yoko? Isn't that what happened? But part as of long it. as he's with her, I don't know if that yeah, would ever happen. But they, they, you know, people. You know, hey, you, know, you make a minute. They needed a break, for God's sakes. They worked for like Take 10 a, years. You got to have a surreal talk, uh, K-Rock, Brian K-Rock uh, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, follow the sound. You go, yeah. this What would have happened had this, Jim Morrison and this John week, Lennon lived? Uh, this week's edition of Follow the Sound uh, Mozart. here on lineupmedia.fm, we'll, hosted by Brian Crock. Maybe he'll get into that. Yeah, But John, idea. yeah, so... I think uh, we've 40 years old. Okay, it. 1991, uh, the leaders of Russia, Belarus, and the Ukraine... They sign the little agreement, and what it does is it dissolves the Soviet Union. I wish we'd have an agreement like this. And and you get the Commonwealth of Independent States. Good idea. That's what we need. And they still the CIS still operates today. Technically, it, yeah, no, it does. I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah, I'm doing some work, and CIS I, I, is yeah. It's, is it uh, is it undercover work? No, not at all. Not at all. It's, you think you should be spouting it over the airwaves sure, like this? Sure, it's got to be no, highly. It's highly uh, technical. And, it's uh, fine. And in 2010, uh, the second launch of the SpaceX Falcon 9. I don't know. I still haven't made up my mind about Elon Musk. I, you know, I, I don't know about this. Well, if I told you he got no subsidies, I think you would love him. I don't know. I, well, yeah, I know. But maybe he wouldn't be able to, I'm not sure. Well, would he be able to do it as the other? Yeah. Right. I don't think he could do it. I That's the problem. I, I don't know either. So I, I, maybe you put him in charge of NASA. How about that? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, so let's kick everybody a, out and put Elon Musk in it's charge. It's a thought. Right? That might, you know, you're going to have it anyway. It's a thought. Uh, See, so, I would divert. Now, if I were going to, now, if I had the government, I yes. would I would take 10% out of the, right off the top out of the military, 10% out of, out of uh, well, make it 20, 20%. I, Armand, I'm stunned yeah, because but, I've tried to go down this road with you so many what times. What are you talking about? And you've just poo-pooed me. When have I ever said I want to expand the military? Not expand. I said I said, as a part of the budget, it just eats up way too much. Well, it's not as much as you think, though. It's only like 6% of the GDP, which is about what it's been for the last 80 uh, That's GD, the point uh, I made uh, with you. I know, I know that. Now, I, you may okay. say that's too much, but I, I don't know, think it's that no, much. No, but you, re, you expressed it. As compared it, to. Hold on. Hold yes. on. You expressed it as GDP. A GDP and a budget. Even are, the budget's are, like 16%. Are not the same thing. Okay, it's like 16% of the budget. That's not that much compared to Medicare, Medicaid. You know the big one, Social Security. Oh, the, that's the, what, dude. Well, that's what I was about to dude, say. Entire, I take 20% out of them, too, and I put into science. NASA, but, I mean, more like cure cancer. If you want to say, if the government wants to spend money on stuff like that, I'm all for that. I mean, have a Manhattan Project to eliminate cancer. Okay? That's money to me that's more or less well spent. But nobody's going to get votes doing that. So there's two, there's, there, there's kind of two ways to look at this. Uh once you include the 60% of the budget that is mandatory spending. Yes, right. 
Okay. I think it's more than that even now. Which what, is what year is that? I don't know. The military share of the budget goes from fifty seven percent to sixteen percent. Which exactly. is the, just the number you quoted. Yep. Uh, and the categories include, of course, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, that account for the majority right. of That's the two thirds almost of, of the, your, the budget of your federal spending, mm-hmm. which is the problem because you can't, by definition, you can't touch any of those, and they always they always increase. You can't even stop the rate at which they increase. And you, you want to? They send, call that a cut. You want to send that into science? I would so, send it into science. Yeah, if you spend it, spend it on science, not climate change. I got you. Real I got science. You, I got you. Now, science Go is to a, Mars. I don't science care. Science as a part of the budget is around one percent. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Right. So. But that's the other thing. Like, okay, go to Harvard now. Okay, yeah, I like your take thinking. Harvard. I like your thinking. How many billions of dollars did Harvard have in their stupid fund and their right? endowment? Yeah, and their endowment. billions, right? A lot. Make them spend that. Okay, it's got to go to research right now. Or we're going to tax the shit out of you. And we're going to take it away from you. Build a new lab. No, no new dorms. No new football stadium. I don't know how this works, but that is one of the reasons I think that universities always have a building project going on. Yeah, but what are they building? But that right. well, that's oh, it the doesn't, problem. And it doesn't quite matter as long as they're building. I know, well, but you know, Trump's going to tax that. Uh, which he, is okay with me. He might. Well, I hope so. Well, the Senate. Yeah, it's not when we say Trump, it has nothing to do with Trump. This is all the Senate or the House. Yeah, it's he's going to sign it's whatever the, they the, give him. It's the majority because he's got to get a victory. Where am I at? Armand, we're done. I'm lost. We're done. Oh yeah, no, hold on. We got our defs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, oh, by the way, here's the back to Elon Musk, SpaceX, Falcon Nine. Uh, it's the second launch of this vehicle. The first launch uh, was the SpaceX Dragon. So this becomes, with the second launch, first private company to successfully launch, orbit, and recover a yeah. spacecraft. So congratulations to SpaceX and on that one. It's going to be man. the first to put a car on the on Mars. Yep. <laughs> we don't know why. Get his idea. We don't man. know why, but he just wants what to. Guy. And I, yeah. I applaud him. Like I said, I'm ambivalent about this guy because I don't know. If, without the subsidies, I don't think he makes. It. I don't think Tesla makes it. Not a chance. But you got. I, I like his innovation and I like his balls. I, I am starting to see power stations crop up now in my neighborhood. Where in St. Louis? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's there, terrible. There's one next to a restaurant we go to. They now have um, uh, rechargeable spots. And now, how do they make money? They charge for. How, how you yeah. Charge? No, you do. You do. Uh, your your cousin has a Tesla. Yeah. I and know. Uh, he will go over about two blocks from us, and he'll go to the recharger and uh, he'll put his credit card in. Oh, and plug in, no problem. I got no problem. And, with that. Uh, yeah, it's not free electricity. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, but it can't be. I don't know. I don't know how much they charge. Um, I mean, I, per kilowatt hour, it can't I, be much. Uh, to plug in a car, I don't know. You, well, whatever. Yeah, it, and but you know, any of these people who think that these Teslas are saving the planet, you and I both know. Well, that's you know not what true. I've always said. It's great to be using electric and not having the emissions. However, there are two things. And I'm not against the electric car. I'm not against I, anything. I, I, I'm, I'd like to see it subsidized. I'd like to stop if you're. Well, subsidized. I'm not. Just it's stop. Not, stop. Well, you Let's know, go, go to a bigger issue. You have to have principles. Go to a bigger issue. It's not the a bigger, bigger issue. issue is uh, you got to tell me how the electricity for it was generated, because if that's generated off of fossil fuels, I don't know. I think we're just robbing Peter to pay Paul. Second, but that's not as much. Second. You got to tell me what you're going to do with the battery once that. Not only that, the the other bigger, the bigger one, the the uh, what do you what do you call it, the gorilla or whatever in the soap dish or whatever. What is it, the gorilla in the butter dish? The 800 pound gorilla in the room. Yeah, but there's another one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's something else. But anyway, getting the getting the rare earths for these batteries in the first place Uh, costs a lot. That's that's and you tear the shit out of the environment doing it. 
That's that's the problem. You got to look at the whole package right. here. People, that the seen and the unseen again. So okay. I, I hope so it I succeeds. Have, I don't have a problem. You know me. I don't have a problem with. I know it. you don't. But I hope it's. I hope it succeeds. But even I, who drive a hybrid, but, am aware. It's not. I may save the not planet. be saving the planet right. as much as but I think. But listen, if it makes you feel good, I don't have a problem with that. And well, that's why I tell people. It's not that it makes me feel good. It's just like religion. But if it I, makes you feel good, go ahead. I enjoy getting 41 miles per gallon. Yeah, but I get that on my Hyundai. Sure you do. Okay. But you drive a, a Hyundai. Right. I don't know if you drive a big Hyundai. I drive a big car that gets 41 miles that's per gallon. That's fine, too. But you're saving money, too. Yes, I am. Okay. I save about half my car payment relative to my previous vehicle in gas savings. Yes, but are you, you're you doing that because it's economical and it makes sense. Yes. You're not doing it because you think you're saving the planet. These people that do that, I'm telling you, they're, they're a little wacky. I I. No, the the buying impulse was not because I was right. doing great for the environment. Right. Well, believe me, you lived in L.A. That's the big deal. I got I gotta to drive you, a Volt. You you, got, you should see the amount of Teslas in L.A. today. Fine, I don't care, but that's feel-good stuff. That's yeah, what I'm saying. A lot of it is. Right. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that either if these people are not deluded enough to think they're actually doing something as far as impacting. Uh, it's still a car that it someday is going to be disposed of as well. well yeah, oh, yeah. Good luck doing that. Yeah. You know, it is. It's going to be it a big is. problem That's for somebody. Like, get me to Hyperlink, uh, just like Elon. These, uh, like, just me like to, these light bulbs. Get me to Hyperlink as soon as you can. All right, who I died know, I today? I got the faith in that thing that you have. I don't know. It sounds like it's going to be very expensive. I don't have faith in it. I just want to see if we can do it. Well, I think it's practical, but is it practicable? Good question. Do we get that right? Didn't we go over that We once? went over that once. <laughs> uh, real quick, 1958, Tris Speaker passed away. If Wait you would minute, have asked. You're way ahead. Hold man. on. Hold, you can do your deaths. Don't worry. What's your problem? If you would have asked someone in 19, talked about 1930 who, who one of the great baseball players of all time was, a lot of guys would have belted out Tris Speaker. No, I Today, like 345. hardly anybody knows him. I know him. Good. You're a baseball fan. That's the one. Uh, Little sense of history. Yeah, not only that, he was a great fielder. It was like a yes, he was. Fielder. It was like his Tris Speaker's glove is where triples go to die. Did go to die. I remember that one. Yeah. So uh, the Hall of Fame thought a lot of him. Yeah, but he didn't get in the uh, inaugural class. First class? No, he wasn't in it. That's Wagner, Matthewson, Johnson, Babe Ruth, and Ty Cobb. Five. That's it. Maybe the second. Yeah, let's see where Speaker went in. It had to be pretty early. Mm. Oh, I'm sure it was. Sure. As a matter of fact, it could have been the second class. Yeah, that's what I would say. And you he's know. not second class. Well, and he just didn't, you know. All right. So I got 1859. Thomas DeKinsey. Uh, got to read uh, Confessions of an English Opium Eater. Apparently, this well, I guy, love the name. Yeah, well, that's what he's doing, too. Uh, apparently, he had trigeminal neuralgia, which is like when I was in medical school, that was like the worst pain you can possibly feel. Trigeminal, uh, it's it's. It doesn't ner- even sound. Nerve in your face. Oh and God. believe me, you are in agony if you got that problem. Yes, indeed, second class. Okay, of who the else is in that one? Uh, it's a bigger class. A lot of executives. Oh, uh, oh. Ban Johnson, Morgan uh, Buckley, uh, Nap. Ah, oh, la, la joie. Nap la joie goes in. Connie Mack goes in. John okay. McGraw goes in. Right, we got two of your great managers yeah, going. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. See that. Uh, Cy Young goes in. Ooh, yeah, good George one. Wright goes in. Uh, Tris Speaker's really the only modern day player for the era that goes in in the second class. Yeah, no, Cy Young, man. In 1938, they only had three. Yeah, Pete like, Alexander. Yeah, like 700 some complete games or something. God, some, crazy. Well, he, yeah, but come on. He threw underhanded some Cy, of the time. Cy, I don't care. Doesn't. Well, it's a. Well, they they inducted no pitch count. They inducted a lot of executives. Yeah, oh well. boy, did they love their executives, just like today. Well, hell, that's like the Academy Awards, you know. Oh, we yeah. want to get them too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, got to give ugly people awards too, you know. 
1903, Herbert Spencer, my favorite, one of my favorite libertarian, not a, not a liberty, he's a liberal, but the classic liberal. And yeah, in probably that, the in smartest, that a lot of guys say he was probably the smartest guy in England, and the only one that even comes close is probably Bertrand Russell. For what the guy knew and what he, you know, what his contributions are. By the way, you know, survival of the fittest, which is always attributed to uh, Darwin. Right. That's this guy, Herbert Spencer. Even though that is not evolution, as we've gone over before, it's survival of the guy who gets laid. That's that's survival. But fittest, that's that was him. Uh, anti-imperialist, anti-militarist. You'd love him. I don't. I got I got the complete works. I just read some this morning. The guy's great. Talks about biology, talks about evolution, talks about uh, government. Guy, guy was quite a polymath. Good for so, him, Herbert Spencer. I think you can get this complete works for like ninety nine cents or a buck ninety nine. Well, on go to this day in history. Get them, read them, there you learn go. them, be them. Let me tell you how to get it. This day in history Click the Amazon banner. Herbert Spencer. Herbert Spencer, brilliant guy. And if you do, it helps support our show. Won't cost you a lot. Because Armand said you can probably get oh, these God. for cheap at Amazon, was, so yeah. do so. There you I go. I felt like I was screwing Jeff Bezos. Oh my! And it felt good. Uh huh. Because I hate Jeff Bezos. All right. Next up, <laughs> did you Armand. Times Person of the Year. Persons this yes. year. Yes, I did. What do you think about that? Uh, it's uh, apropos. I don't know, but Person of the Year. I, I mean, well, I one year, a, one year we won. Yeah, remember you had the little mirror on the thing. Yeah, that the stupidest thing in the all time. So we've all. Should, should I? Can I put that on my yeah, resume? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I would. I'm Time Person of the Year. Really? When sure. was that? Uh, 1986. Yeah, and I got the little thing. Uh, what are the other stupid ones? Add? The computer. Well, that's a good. Well, yeah, it's kind of dumb because, but still, well, Hitler made it twice. I think, right? I thought he won it in 36. Yeah, he might. He won it. Might have won it twice. I don't know. Stalin won it. Hitler won it. Who else got it? Did Mussolini? Nah, Mussolini never got it. Well, I think Hitler might have won it twice. Anyway, person of the year. I I, I don't know if you... This whistleblower stuff. Who else, who else did I see that was kind of shy? Oh, uh, uh, Levine. First one ever win it was Lindbergh. Lindbergh. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Gandhi won it. FDR won it. FDR won yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haile Selassie won right, it. Right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, That's when fighting the Italians. His royal emperor, Wallace Simpson, won it. What? Well, that makes sense. Well, it depends on how you define it. I mean, if it's who the person, maybe maybe you got a point there because, well, but you got to give it to Trump, though. Who made the most news, right? I'm not saying they're good or bad or whatever. Like Hitler. I don't think they were saying he's a listen great guy. To, listen to this straight. No, they're not. But they're saying who made the most news that year. So 1938, Hitler, 39, right. Stalin, 40, right. Churchill, 41, FDR for the third time. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, I think he's the only three-time winner. 42, Stalin. Again, yeah. 43, George Marshall, 44, oh. Eisenhower, 45, mm. Truman. Yeah. 47, Marshall again, 48, oh. Truman again, 49, Winston Churchill, his second win. Well, when the hell was wow, his first? two-timer. Well, you when just said 1940, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's the year he was made prime minister. Uh, 1956, the Hungarian freedom fighter. 1960, U.S. Didn't work out. U.S. scientist. 19... Any any U.S. scientist? Is that like all U.S. scientists or something? Yeah. Just in general? Yeah. The... 1966, Stupid. the inheritor. Huh? Representing the generation of American women and men under the age of 25. Who, honest to God, Armand. The generation that inherited a tremendous amount of wealth. Well, and debt. Ah, true. 1969, the middle American, <laughs> also yes. referred to as the silent majority. <laughs> well, maybe the, I don't, This I is don't great. Know about 1975, that. American women, 
Oh boy. Okay. Well, we so it can be a nineteen eighty-two. The computer. Right. We only get once, but a woman gets twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. A uh, nineteen ninety-three. The Peacemakers. <laughs> Blessed be the peacemakers. Including Yasser Arafat. They're the children of God. Listen to this. Including yeah. Yasser right, Arafat, right. F.W. DeClerc. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. Nelson Mandela and Itzhak Rabin. Right. Idi Amin. I don't he know made if, peace. I don't know if he made the cut. Yeah, well, he made peace yeah. in his own way. Yeah. Uh, 2002, the whistleblowers. Now, what were they? Uh, what were they represented blow- by Cynthia Cooper, Colleen Raleigh, and Sharon Watkins. Who the hell are they? The irregularities in the financial reports of Enron. Oh, pfft. We needed them. 2003, the American soldier. Okay. 2005. You would think 1945 would have been the American soldier. Yeah. The good Samaritans. (laughs) This is just dumb. Bill and Melinda Gates and Bono. Okay, at least they're people. Mm -hmm. And Bono, too? 2006. You. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was beautiful. I was Representing so proud. individual creators yeah. on the World Wide Web. You've done nothing, so Armand, you don't get Can, this. No, no. I get it, too. Can you imagine the guys are sitting around the table? Now, who are we going to give it to this year? I can't think of anybody. 2011, the protester. Oh, just in general. The no, generic no. protester. Everybody in the Arab Spring, the Occupy movement, the yeah, Tea Party yeah, that, movement. That worked out so well. The protester. Yeah. Protest Tea Party was night two thousand nine, mm-hmm. not two thousand eleven. There you go. There's your time. Was that uh, was that the one percent protest? Was that two thousand eleven? Has it been that long? We may have been. Is it Kettle Park and yeah. all that? Who stuff? else do you have that's dead? Uh, well, you nobody else that you don't have. Okay, uh, so I take you to nineteen eighty three and the death of a legend. Now, in honor of you hating Blazing Saddles. Oh, come I shall on. not play. Right, yeah. I shall not play. Give us the one. Yeah. The campfire scene. I think I know what Instead, we're getting at. Instead, yeah. I shall play what I consider Shoot. one of the greatest scenes that this gentleman ever laid down on film. Here is, as directed by Stanley Kubrick. And should have been played by Peter Sellers, except he had a bad ankle. Here is the great Slim Pickens from Dr. Strangelove. Survival kit content. Contents check. <laughs> In them you will find 145 caliber automatic, two boxes of ammunition, four days concentrated emergency rations, one drug issue containing antibiotics, morphine, vitamin pills, pep pills, sleeping pills, tranquilizer pills, one miniature combination Russian phrase book and Bible. <laughs> $100 in rubles, $100 in gold, nine packs of chewing gum, one issue of prophylactics, three lipsticks, Just one. three pair of nylon stockings. Shoot, a fella could have a pretty good weekend in Vegas with all that stuff. <laughs> now, we were talking about that. Now, that's if you watch the movie, now you know that that's dubbed. We were talking about that because he, he said the actual line was, shoot, felt they had a pretty good weekend in Dallas with all that stuff. But Kennedy, Kennedy was just killed. just got killed in Dallas. Yeah, so they had to change so it. So to the looping track, uh, to yep. the looping booth, yep. they went with that one. Right, but it's still funny. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, Strange brilliant, was. brilliant. But now, now that was supposed to be played by uh, Peter Sellers. But I, I think he had a bad ankle or something. He couldn't get in the cockpit or something. It was a problem with him getting up there, so they got another actor because he was supposed to play that part too. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's played both four th- parts. You know what? I think they got it better, though. Well, I think they got it. I think Slim they got Pickens, it better yeah. with uh, Slim. And, of course, he's riding. The, wait, he, well, here he is riding. You're right. What happened to Major Kong? Major Kong. Now, this is a great Slim Pickens moment, too. The Panaman Brewery. Now, what loud asshole think of me? <laughs> what the hell's that? Is anybody got a dime? Oh, no. I don't know. Somebody's got to go back and get a shitload of dirt. Uh, <laughs> what is that from? That's from the movie you hate. Oh. That is one of the better lines when they put up the toll oh, really? booth in the middle of the desert. Oh, no. And I the don't gate recall. comes down as the posse's riding up. Uh, that's, yeah, that's Mel Brooks all over. Exemplary. But Mel the Brooks way comedy. Pickens delivers that one. All right, well, yeah. Go God, what a waste of talent that movie was. Uh, finally, my final death today. Uh, great uh, politician, senator, astronaut. Just overall guy, John Glenn. Never made man of the year, though. No, Person of the no, year. No, he didn't. But his Oldest man in space still, I think, I guess. The eight. 77. Yeah. Friendship yeah. seven. Yeah, he got his capsule. He was the third American in space. The, the first to orbit. That's First that's, to orbit, that's but third club. up. Yeah, because I think, well, it was. It goes first. Alan Shepard. And then I think it was, uh, was it Grissom? Gus Grissom. And then Glenn does the orbit. He does three orbits yeah. because they, uh. Something was wrong, and they had to bring the capsule back early. No, I don't, maybe it was wasn't Carpenter second. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing a I'm seeing a Shepherd and a Car. I remember I Shepherd and I think it's Carpenter. My little image here is not is not Grissom. I think it's Scott Carpenter. Because I got I got nails going into a sheep as it gets shot out in space. So unless my mnemonic is wrong. No, I'm right, Grissom. So here are the first guys up okay. all together. You ready? Gagarin. Of course. Shepard. Grissom. Second American, third overall. Drummond Titov, fourth overall, second huh. Russian. Titov, right. And I don't even know if he's Russian. John Glenn, fifth overall, third American, first orbiter. Right. Scott Carpenter, next. Oh, okay. No wonder I said I got to put that in Fourth American. Order. Yeah. Uh, Andrean Nikolaev. Followed by, uh, with, by the way, Pavel Popovich. Where's Valentina Tereshkova? Actually not. They uh, they launched, um, where's Valentina yeah. Tereshkova? Yeah, Valentina she was Tereshkova. The, she was the 12th human being to go into space. First woman, though. And the first woman. And she went up on June uh, 16th, 63, in Vostok 6. Vostok means Vostok? Cor- yeah, Vostok, which means east. East? Okay. Yep. And then it's a slew of Russians from there. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, um, well, they they tribute Joseph Walker in the X fifteen as number thirteen, uh, but then you got uh, Konstantin Fyokostov, Vladimir Komarov, Boris Yegorov, Pavel Belyev, right, well, Alexei Leonov. Boy, you got to get to Leonov it. was the first to do a spacewalk, I believe. You got extra vehicular yep, activity. You got to get to John Young in uh, nineteen sixty five on Gemini and by three. By the way, Leonov was the name of the uh, Russian uh, probe in uh, twenty ten. Remember? Yes, that was a ship. Yes, the Leonov. The Leonov, yep. As opposed to the Discovery, which was our ship. Then you get on an American run for a bit. Oh, let's hey, let's not fight. We're friends. Yeah. No, but look, uh, out of the first 20, the Russians oh, sure. really got 50%. Maybe maybe a little higher. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. And that's another question. Was it worth the billions to get on the moon and all that? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Guns and butter and space. I think it was. I'm glad we went. Are we ever going back? Uh, don't not in my lifetime, Armand. Oh, come I'm on. so pissed about we'll it. We'll go I back can't. to the moon, don't you think? Not in my lifetime. Elon's going. Oh, come on. You, well, think, you, someone's, you think someone's going to get back to the moon in the next, before I'm Ten dead? years. No. Yeah, come on. No. Ten years. No. For sure. No. I think we're, gonna be, we're going to Mars, man. Yeah, that ain't the moon. Well, we're going to go to the moon. If we go to Mars, we're going to go to the moon. But it might not be us. It might be the Chinese or the Indians. They got they got something to prove. Somebody. Yeah, not got us. Somebody. We can. may hitch a ride up there. Yeah, that'd be fine. Hitchhike it. <laughs> Pay for your seat. Now, listen, when this pro- when it starts making money, it's going to boom. Of it's gonna course be it, it will. It's going to start making money. Not about going We're going to gonna moon, need but... a lot of rare rare materials for our uh, batteries. Well, the main thing and... they want to do is grab an asteroid. Yeah. Somebody can do that. That's big. <laughs> yeah, because then you can just mine <laughs> That'd be the... a good movie, but I'm surprised nobody's done that. Well, Armageddon, they had to go blow up the asteroid. Yeah, yeah, you don't blow it up. You want to go get it. No, they had to go get it to blow it up because it was coming at us. Right. But they had to go dig, dig. Oh, they had to, they had, to, they had to drill now, a mine. I'm talking about, you yeah. know, in fact, I wouldn't even have the movie about the asteroid. They, they bring it back. Yes. And then, yeah, whatever, yeah, bidding on it or whatever yeah. would be interesting. And maybe yeah. it gets out of control, you know, and heads for New York City. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this. Capitalist Armageddon. Yes, this script writes itself. Oh, of course. Right. Starring John Kerry. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> or who would, who would it be? No. Uh, well, it'd be Al Gore. You think? Yeah. You'd like to blast him off into space, wouldn't you? Oh man, yeah. Like I'd like to do with him, like uh, they did to uh, Hunter S. Thompson, to Drax. Remember, ah, ah, take ah, one, take one giant leap, and open the airlock and let him out. <laughs> He'd have blown up. You, you, you explode, man. You don't. If you go into space, a vacuum. You just, yeah, you just pop. Yeah. But anyway, it's pretty cool. You're Michael not, Lonsdale, by the way. You're nothing but a red mist as soon as that happens. And Jaws was a good guy in that movie. He was Remember? a good guy. Jaws was. Richard Keel. Oh, man, what a character. He had a good-looking brother. I, I like yes, this did. James Bond. Yes, he did. She wasn't. She was not. Who was that? Uh, what was that gal's name? Childs? Was it? You got me. Yeah, her name's Childs, I think. She wasn't. She's no Bond girl. That Bond girls have gone in ebbs and flows. Yeah. The, the one that got eaten up by the dogs wasn't bad. Remember? Drax's dogs chewed her up. Yeah, that's true. That that's was a pretty good, good death. Not good. All right. All right. Anyway. December eighth is in the books, folks. They only they only made that one because Star Wars. They were supposed to make uh, uh, for your eyes only. Oh, they had to do something. In fact, if you look at the end of uh, uh, Spy Who Loved Me, it, it says it's, James Bond will return in for your eyes, eyes only. only. Like Star Wars. But then they out. had to come out right. with Moonraker, which was and uh, Shirley Bassey did the. Uh, the soundtrack, the on song. Mo- on Moonraker? Yeah, so that's three for her. Oh, she did three? Yeah, she did Goldfinger, uh, Diamonds Are Forever, and yep. Moonraker. Only one they didn't have three. a very good theme, though. Yeah, you know, it was a little, yeah, it was a little subdued. Yeah. The Moonraker. Yeah. Right? yeah it was a no, kinda, no, well, it no. wasn't Goldfinger. <laughs> now, that was the Beethoven seventh of that's, uh, Bond I'm, themes. I'm partial to For Your Eyes Only and, of course, Live and for Let Die. Now, I like You Only Live Twice. Not bad, Nancy Sinatra. Yeah, but I like the I like the Carly Simon. Which one would you like? Which one would you like? Uh, For your eyes only. Yeah, well, that was yeah. I, I, that might have been the old, no. Who was which was the one that Sheena Easton did? That was the only one that made number one. That might have been I think Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's almost that's on key one. there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think that's the only one that Quite made number one. Quite the way you do, <laughs> baby. You're the best. Hey, you're living and letting die here. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a good theme song. That'll get you pumped Which up. This is the one that Garbage did. Guns N' Roses plays that in concert to this day. Oh, yeah? Live and Let Die. Explosive. That's, that's a pretty good one. Roger Moore movie. Yeah. yeah. All Mr. right. Big. Mm-hmm. Flip Wilson should have played instead of Yafet Koto. <laughs> no. she, she played Mr. Big. That's Geraldine. That would have been great. Yeah, Geraldine would have been the, yeah, the. All right, Armand, I'm trying right, to end the show. Right, Damn it. Right. Let's go. December what was the name of the alligator? Oh, shit. Uh, no, it was a crocodile, actually. Albert. Albert. Took my whole arm off. Well done, Albert. <laughs> well done, Albert. They had to do like 50 takes of that, that stuntman. He actually did walk on those oh, gators. God. They, had, I don't know, they like, I don't know how many takes to get that right and have them do it. They have them in a harness so they could pull them I off. I guess. Or, I don't know. know what the deal was, but it took a while. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take him to the farm. Nightmarish. All right, that'll do it. December 8th is in the books. Don't forget, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thisdayinhistory podcast, and uh, follow us on Instagram as well. For Armand Kachigan and producer Andrew Allen, I'm Tony Hubert. When December 9th rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.